Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 855-212-4CBS is our toll-free hotline brought to you by Geico. Great news. You can save a bunch of money like Carver High did once. He went over there and... uh, like, went on Geico.com, and in 15 minutes, he saved 15% on his car insurance. He's been talking about it ever since. Hey, right. uh, Great uh, lineup tonight, because I'm excited to talk to this first cat in about 10 minutes. Uh, Michael Conlon, otherwise known as Mick Conlon. And uh, he's from Belfast, Northern Ireland. Strangely enough, uh, my whole family's from there, right? Like uh, my my wife's side, her her mother, and uh, her entire family's from Belfast. And I mean, they mean business. Let me tell you something. Mafia, I need. Can I get some love on there with this dude over here? Sorry. Anyway, I, just so when that guy comes back in, sorry, I hate to throw you off, but I got garbage falling all over. I feel like I work in a landfill. So I gotta, I gotta get help from my boy out there. I always help him with all the garbage. I'm the mafia. Tell him I'm the garbage man. Literally, tell him. You're the one that cleans up over there. Yeah, it's all right. You can come in. Uh, so anyway, my man. Thanks, thanks, dude. I appreciate you. You know I appreciate. It. I got you. I'm on the air, but you can do that one. I'll take that blue one. My man, my man. I love that dude. That's my guy right there. So uh, Mick Conlon's from Belfast. So my mother-in-law is from Belfast. And uh, her brother is from Belfast. And uh, my wife has been there 50 times, 34C legend. And then uh, Gunner and the young chopper has been to Belfast. Uh, I'm the only one that hasn't been there. So I'm very upset about that. I need to go to Belfast and uh, become uh, an alcoholic again. That's my goal, Mad Hatter, in life. You know, I haven't drank in a long time, but I'm thinking if I go to Belfast, you can't go there and not drink, right? Like, if I go there, I'm going to hit the beer at the Guinness as sure as I'm sitting here. So you you might want to not let me go to Belfast. Because once I start drinking, I'm a champion. Eight-time, eight-division champion. Uh, Mavi knows eight different belts I have as a, a beer drinker. And shots of tequila, JMO, and I can drink an entire bottle of rum and still work. And I'm good at it. Matt Hatter, do you remember when I used to drink and do the show? Do you remember the shows I used to do hammered? How did I do? It was a lot of fun. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm great to go out with, too. I got to tell you, Mafia, how am I to go out with to the bars drinking at happy hour? Lots of fun. You pay for a lot of the drinks. And we smoke a lot of weed. Wait, are we on the air? Check one, two. I'm just kidding. Come on. <coughs> no, I'm not. <coughs> no, I'm not. <coughs> anyway, Mick Conlon coming up. Brian Compton at 40 past the RB comp making a stop through the village. How about that? We got a little hockey talk tonight. I thought we'd do that because your boy, uh, who got fired? DeBoer, the Sharks uh, yep, DeBoer coach. out in San Jose. He's the fifth coach to be fired already in the NHL season. It's not even Christmas. 
Tough league, apparently. We'll talk to B-Comp at 10.40. 11.40 East. The Yammer is back. Mike Yam. Yammer time. From the Pac-12 network. We'll talk to Mike Yam about all things Pac-12. Because I want to talk to him about Oregon and Wisconsin and Oregon and Utah and Herbert's draft status. And I am vehemently opposed to Chris Peterson coaching the bowl game for Washington after he said he was, you know, tired. Remember he said he needed to recharge and he quit? Like, who in their right mind says they need to recharge and they need to go, you know, take a break, right, from coaching? I just need to step away for a while. But then he still coaches the bowl game. Right? Like, why don't you go lay in bed and have a little soup or something, you femme? Can we say that on the radio? Anyway, uh, I'm not a fan of his uh, doing that. I'm really not. I, it really makes me sick. Just go away. If, you, if you're soft and you need a break, you need rest, then go get your rest and stop coaching. Why are you coaching? You quit on the team to begin with. You quit on all those kids. That's what he did. I don't – You can, and I'm, don't try to sell me otherwise. I'm going to do the same thing to Yam when he gets on. Trust me. I hope he knows that. Roger Goodell says the NFL tried to help Colin Kaepernick with their uh, tryout, and he chose not to take an incredible opportunity. Uh, do you think he would have had more of a chance of getting signed if he had just done what the NFL had planned? I think, actually, you know, he probably had a 25% chance, right? Now he's got a 0% chance, right? That's over because he just shunned everything. He did everything they told him not to do, right? He just did his own thing, and he broke all the rules. They, they had ground parameters right set, and he did everything else. That, that's it for him. I don't care what anybody says. The NFL claims they're looking hard into the Patriots' taping of the Bengals last weekend. Do you actually think they care about this, or will they even punish the Patriots since they never did the first uh, time they taped everyone? You know, they've been in so many uh, busts for cheating. Like, is it not true? And then here they are doing it again, and then they deny everything. Why would one person in the world believe a word that comes out of, of their mouths? You know what I mean? Like the uh, Belichick and the rest of them. Kraft, can you imagine listening to him? Now, I know he's a billionaire. I love him. But once you get caught in the, you know, prostitution, uh, you know, the massage parlor, getting a little jimmy on a Sunday morning before your flight out to the game, that's, that's when you stop listening to that guy, right? Didn't a golfer get busted today? Didn't I send you that story? A golfer yes, got... Yes, you did. Uh, uh, didn't it, where did he get popped? Down in Florida? I didn't read it, but probably. I think so. In Central Florida, he got popped. That means, like, you know, whatever, Orlando or something. Hub for that, apparently. I, I don't know where it, it happened, but some golfer that no one's ever heard of on the tour, no less, got popped in a prostitution sting. That's awesome. And it was called Dirty, what was it called, like Dirty Santa Secrets? <laughs> That's the name of the operation, the sting. I love it. Kawhi Leonard returns to Toronto and I gets his ring and a standing ovation, and then they beat the... Uh, Raptors and I hit the game and covered. Shake out. Rob Manfred said Major League Baseball is doing their most thorough investigation ever when it comes to the allegation against the Astros cheating, and it might not be finished until next year. Plus, we're hearing that tonight Anthony Rendon, uh, Mad Hatter, is close to signing a deal with the Angels. Is that true, or is Texas going to blow that opportunity? Texas apparently is out. Texas is out. So now they got a brand new stadium with no players. Seems that way. Nice job by Texas. Uh, Dallas, what do you think of that? Your team just, uh, you know, raised the ticket prices to go watch nobody. Anyway, in your new stadium with air conditioning. But uh, he's going to go to the Angels and play with uh, your boy Mike Trout. Some, finally, they're trying to put some players around Trout, apparently, because Rendon's a badass. Do you think that'll help them uh, get better? Obviously. 
Yeah, I mean, anytime you add an all-star MVP candidate every year, you're going to get better. I would hope you would get better. But they but never have. They have no starting pitching, so obviously missing out on Garrett Cole was the bigger loss. But they won them. once with Sosha, right? And that's it. And that's it, yes. And then, and then they have sucked ever since. Pretty much. Thank you. All right, uh, Mick Conlon is up first on a bench. This is Pharrell on the bench. All right, 855-212-4CBS is the number, 4227, to get on the show. And uh, I'm watching uh, the Bucks just raking against the Pelicans, 50-28. No Giannis in that game tonight, Mafia. He has like a quad injury. And so he's not playing. I wondered if they'd covered a 10 with him out of the lineup. You know what I mean? So we'll see what happens. And then uh, I'm also watching the Avs uh, playing uh, the Flyers. All right, so this guy's calling back. We're having all kinds of problems getting him on the phone. He's only three blocks away at the Garden. You'd think it would work, right? Like, what is the problem? My God. I got to tell you, I like this guy, though. I think he's just uh, the coolest uh, fighter. Mike Conlon. I got to tell you, he's been fantastic uh, in the ring. He's fought at the Garden a bunch, so, I mean, and he's fighting there again. When is that fight? Saturday? So there you go. We got a lot of great fighters that come on this show, as you know. And uh, I've, I've talked to every fighter uh, in the world. I've been to every fight in the world. I, I go to all of them. I, I do all the PBC fights, all the Showtime fights, a lot of top-ranked fights. I do them all. But it's weird because I've talked to everybody. Uh, Bud Crawford's been on the show, but this kid's never been on the show. And he's like one of my favorite fighters, this this young uh, kid from Belfast, uh, Mick Conlon. He's a badass. We got him now. Uh, Mike, how you doing, buddy? Hey, Scott. How's it going, my friend? All my good. man. Now, listen to this. First of all, let me give you a little background, all right? Yeah. All right. Me... So my entire family is from Belfast. Really? I really. I'm not even kidding. So my... My mother-in-law and her brother lived their entire life in Belfast. Uh, their name was Lappin, and they, because everyone tells me that everybody knows everybody in Belfast. So yeah. the Lappins are my family, and then obviously I'm an O'Farrell, who's uh, you know Irish. I'm as Irish as Pharrell. I mean to tell you. And then, and then uh, my my wife has been there 50 times. My son and daughter Gunner and McKenna have been to Belfast. I'm the only one that hasn't been there yet because they know oh, if man. I go there, I'll drink the entire town. <laughs> oh, that's good to hear. That's very good to hear. Hey, I'm so, on the show now. The fact that you're from Belfast, really. So now, oh, that's great. How about this one? Their cousin is, and I hope this doesn't get you mad or anything. Yeah. But the cousin's Jerry Adams. That's fantastic. I can't even believe that. Can you believe that? It's true. Your, your cousin, Jerry Adams. I swear to God. That's mental. That's crazy. And, and that's, that's brilliant. Well done. I, I, I uh, have even more respect for you than I already did. Fantastic stuff. There you go. Uh, you, I have seen so many stories about you in in Belfast. Like the, I think they did like a special documentary on you. And I watched it. And, the, you know, they got you painted on walls there in the hood and you name it. How... Fantastic is that for you to be such a hero to the people in Northern Ireland. I think it's just badass, dude. Yeah, this is very, very special to me. I'm a proud Irish man, and the fact that I can you know, inspire the next generation to show that we can go out there no matter where we're from and no matter how, how rough the we are from, 
we can go out there and you know get under the world stage and, and become you know big names in, in sport. Yeah, you sure have. Uh, let me ask you a crazy question. Have you watched the? I know a lot of your your dad and everybody's from Dublin. Did you? Yeah. Uh, did you? Uh, have you seen the Dublin murders on Netflix? I've been watching that. It's pretty uh, badass. Yeah, it's, it's very good, isn't it? Right, it's, it's great. It's really the, interesting. Right. I actually watched it all, so if you haven't watched it, I'm not going to tell you what happened. Okay, because I'm on number six. The last episode okay. is next Sunday, yeah. so I'm freaking out. Every week it tortures me, that show. <laughs> I love it. It's very, very good. It's really interesting, and, and it's a great we showed up by uh, Netflix or, or the other stars and stuff. Yeah, I, th- I think it's great. So let me ask you about uh, your career. I, I actually, I think you got jobbed at the Rio Olympics. I have never seen a guy in my life beat someone's ass that badly that the guy couldn't even fight in his next fight in the Olympics because yeah. you beat his ass so bad that they shafted you at that. Those communists, those uh, everyone in Brazil should rot in hell for that decision. <laughs> those judges should all hang because they screwed you in that Olympics. There's no doubt about it. Oh, they did. They did. And listen, what's happened since has, has been very uh, deserving. All the judges who, who judged it in Rio have been banned from the 2020 Olympics. So I feel like I kind of opened the door and put it clean down with uh, you know what i done, what I said. Um, yes, I was screwed over. And we knew after we were told there was the team was trying to get a fix, but the decision was already made. So there's nothing we could do. But listen, I, I think, you know, when I look back on it now, it's probably the best thing that's ever happened. So how great is it that you get to fight this same guy this Saturday night at your favorite spot, the world's most famous at the Garden here in New York? I'm, I'm here in New York doing the show, and I've been there 50 million times for fights, and you fought a lot of fights there. How great is it that you get to beat his ass again? It's unbelievable. You know, I'm, I'm delighted, Steve. I'm ready, I'm ready to KO this guy and take him out of there because you know, I, I restarted my, my boxing career off and then I became the Garden when I turned professional, and that's where I have my debut. So... It's right fitting that I get to go back there and uh, close the chapter on the on my Olympic kind of uh, injustice. I saw you fight your first fight ever uh, a couple years ago at the uh, theater against that Ibarra kid. And then, um, you know, I just think you've had so many great fights. The uh, Berna fight, uh, you know, uh, the Molina fight uh, at the Garden as well. I think uh, those were both in the theater. And then I think the Hernandez fight I saw this year in March. Uh, early in the year, you fought him uh, at the theater, and now, yeah. now you're fighting in the garden, not in the theater, but actually yeah. in the garden. Does that? Ju- that's got to be like, uh, that's got to make you horny. I mean, that you're fighting in the garden. I mean, that is just fantastic. Bro. Oh yeah, listen, it's fantastic. Um, to be in the big room is special. All the greats have fought there. Boxer wants is a pro, and you know, uh, I don't think I, I performed as well as what I should have, but I still got the victory. So. The fact that I'm getting to go there, have the biggest fit in my career, um, I'm very historic for me, my family, and for Ireland to be in the big room, in the in, in the world's best arena, the Mecca of boxing. You know, it's, it's very very special. So when you fight in like uh, Manchester and you fought over there, do you? Like, what uh, football team do you root for? Because I love uh, I love the Premier. I love the Champions League. I love La Liga. Who's your team? Because I know you gotta love somebody. Yeah, well, I support Man City, unfortunately. Me too. Too good this city. So Me too. Playing, so not playing too good this year. 
Did you see today that uh, Jesus had a hat trick in the Champions League win? They won. Yeah, I've seen that. Oh, my God. They look good today, baby. Your boy had a hat trick. Is this not too good in the Premier League? Oh, that's we want to win, really. Yeah, but they're, Liverpool's kicking everyone's ass. Yeah, uh, they're unbelievable this year. So what do you think of uh, your rise and stardom from all the, you know, uh, you know, London games, uh, yeah. the, the European Championships, the World Championships, Rio, you get shafted. Can you believe how popular you've become in America? Like, we love you here. I do, because you're my boy from Belfast. But I think Americans are starting to really dig your act with the whole Irish hat and, and that you got a real following here. Now, New yeah. York loves you, bro, because there's so many Irish here. I don't even think, I think the Irish run New York. That's true. We do. We run the Irish run New York, and, and you know it's it's fantastic. The fact that I have such a great following, being just a kid from Belfast, is you know it's very special to me. Um, I love to to perform in front of fans to put on great shows. And, you know, I, I'm a you know, kind of boxing skillful guy. I'm I'm not the one punch knockout artist, but most people can love. But trying not to put on show up my skills. So um, I'm very grateful for the fan base and, and how the Irish fans have treated me and they want their own. But Obviously, being here, being here in New York, I'm basically at home in Ireland, so it's it's unbelievable. I love coming here. It's, it's my favorite city in the world, so you know it's it's always a pleasure. So, what is it like uh, working with your dad Johnny and and your brother Jamie's a fighter as well? Uh, all in the family, huh? Everything in the family. I've, these are the guys who I've worked with all my life. Um, these are the guys that've been a part of you know my my, my whole career. I'll make sure I'm professional and. You know, it's 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 what I needed. They're the people who I trust completely. So um, I'm very very happy with you know the the team I have around me, and, and you know we do bump heads at times, but not too much. So what do you think of uh, just a couple more questions? What do you think of the uh, being on uh, Ter Terrence Bud Crawford's a friend of mine? Yeah. What do you think of fighting on the card with him? He's a he's another uh, tough mother Pharreller. Yeah, definitely one of the the pound for pound number one. So or, or top three anyway. Um, he's a fantastic fighter, and it's an honor to share a car with Terrence. Such an unbelievable fighter, and someone had to look up to. So, lastly, I want to tell you a story. So, when my uh, when I met my uh, my wife, 34C, we call her. She's a legend. Uh, when I met her and started dating her, I went to dinner at her mother's house, right? So I'm in this house, and I see all these pictures of, of uh, Jerry Adams. I'm like, what's going on here? Like, I'm thinking the IRA and everything else. And then I go to I go to dinner, and then after dinner, like, you know, everybody's cleaning off the, the table and everything. The, the mother pulls me aside, and she says, listen, um, I know you're a big shot on the radio and everything, and you're all, you think you're, you're hot stuff and all that, and you're, everybody knows you. But here's the deal. You do anything to hurt my daughter, I'm going to have your legs blown off. That's what she said to me. Oh, and then I, I, I mean, she meant business. Like Belfast style, she said, I'm going to, it's like getting kneecapped. She uh, said, I'm going to blow off your legs. What do you think of them apples? Oh, that's amazing. That's amazing. That's a brilliant story. And I hope you didn't miss her right because you would have got them actually blown off. That's right. I've been with her yeah. 20 years and had two kids. I'm still with her. I'm scared to death of that old bag. Very good. Very good. <laughs> hey. hey, dude, I love you. I'm a huge fan. Keep rocking, dude. Knock this dude out hard and tell him that's for real. Good, Mom. Thank you, brother. I appreciate it. I appreciate the support as always. And, of course, tune in Saturday night. All right, my Keep man. All right, hey, we'll see you Saturday night at the Garden. Thanks a lot, Mick. Thank you, bro. Take care. Later, bro.
There he is, uh, Michael Conlon, Mick Conlon, the great Irish boxer. By the way, we had to dump the end of the segment there because I cussed on the air. Because I called the guy from Russia a bad name of what I think Conlon's going to do to his face. And then I, you know, I told him to hocker on him and give him a little B. I said, you're a B. That's for real, B. How pathetic is it that I have to use letters when I want to cuss on this radio station or whatever the hell it's called? What is this thing called? The network? Makes me very angry. I want to cuss right now so bad about punching that guy's face in. It is true that my mother-in-law uh, threatened to blow my legs off if I did anything to her daughter. I've been sleeping with her for 20 years, ever since. I'm good in bed, too. Wait, are we on the air? This is Pharrell on the bench. All right, uh, just wanted to tell you a couple things. First of all, um, how'd you like those 78% winners on my bets in the college football conference championship games last Saturday? 78%. I mean, it's just sickening. What about 72% in pro football Sunday? I mean, that's my seventh week in the 70s of 14. No one even has two anywhere. I got seven of them. I'm a pimp. How about 80% hit Saturday night in pro basketball? Is that good enough for you? Pharrellonabench.com is incredible. I'm freaking Santa Claus. I deliver. Best site, amazing price, sick returns. Pharrellonabench.com. Sign up today. Hide the money from your wife. You're going to need to. Hey, look who it is. I, I had a great idea tonight. I was like, you know what? We haven't done in a while. We haven't had our tickets stamped by B-Comp. We need to get Brian Compton of NHL.com back on the bench in the biggest way possible. Hey, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year, B-Comp. Same to you. I miss you, buddy. How are you? I mean, this is ridiculous. I blame Carver High for this lack of B-Comp appearances on the bench. This is absolute BS. And he's not even there tonight, right? What a slacker. That was a, a great way to, like, go right around him. He didn't call you. He hasn't booked you. So I went right <laughs> around him. I'm like, hey, I go, uh, you know, that Islander drunk is in here. Why don't we go right around him and call B-Comp up? He's another it. Islander fan. We'll get him on. It's great to talk to you again, my man. All right, so let me – I got a lot I want to talk to you about. First of okay. all, first of all, um, so Marc-Andre Fleury, his dad dies, a horrible – I just buried my dad in July, and then I buried my, my wife's dad uh, November 15th. I mean, I've been through a lot. He's been through a lot. Uh, he came back, uh, you know, and beat the Blackhawks Tuesday night. Uh, good for him uh, after dealing with all that ordeal. And then it's, it really is amazing what this guy has done because I, I have said to people, like, when is this guy going to start fading? I mean, he's getting older, and when they got him, he, they had the great year to go to the Stanley Cup Finals. He was unbelievable. And then afterwards, I thought, you know, the following year it'll happen. That's when it's going to uh, show the, the age. Everything's going to start catching up. Meanwhile, he does it again. He kicks ass again. Now this year, you know, he's 12-6-2, he's 2-5-4 goals against. That's pretty nice. 91 save percentage, pretty nice. Uh, he's doing it again. It's unbelievable. His dad dies. The guy goes out. He misses all this time. He comes back and wins. Is this guy not the, the freak of the league? You know, uh, the one thing I can tell you about Mark Andre, because uh, the Knights were in New York here last week, Scotty. So I was talking to some of his teammates. Uh, that was Mark Andre's first uh, day back after everything that happened. So he didn't talk to the press that day. But um, his teammates love him, man. I mean, and they loved him in Pittsburgh too. I think that goes a long way as far as chemistry in the room and everything else. And uh, you know, let's not forget all the mileage that had you know on those tires with all the playoff hockey that he played with the Penguins and you know the run that he went on that first year in Vegas. So uh, it's really impressive what he's doing. And I think it helps a little bit um, that we're seeing Malcolm Subban come come into his own a little bit, Scotty, because that 
should alleviate some pressure off Mark Andre moving forward here. It is important for Subban to get starts and to, you know, because the, you know this guy. There's no way. It, it's almost like the load management thing in the NBA. There's no way this guy can keep playing. You know, as many games as he's been playing over the years, they got to let this other guy play. If they preserve him, I believe, like a fine wine, uh, they can get more out of him in the in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Yeah, and I think you're seeing it pretty much across the board now, Scotty, with goalies splitting more games here. You're not going to see a whole lot of guys playing 65, 70 games anymore. That's going to be more of an anomaly now. So um, I think that's going to help not just Marc-Andre, but all the number ones across the NHL. They play tomorrow night in St. Louis. Uh, the Blues have had a, a rough little stretch here. I actually uh, bet on the Sabres the other night against them in, in shovel off to Buffalo, and, and Buffalo beat them. Uh, they're okay, aren't they? Do you think they get back on track tomorrow against Flurry and the Knights at home, or do you think the problems continue? Well, I'm not going to guarantee a Blues win tomorrow, but I'm sure this is more the ebbs and flows of an 82-game season than anything else. They're a really good hockey team. Um, and, you know, the jury, I for me, um, is probably still out a little bit on Jordan Binghamton. He got off to a really good start. Uh, but he's got to prove that he can be a number one throughout the course of an 82-game season, which, of course, we haven't seen from him yet. But I think they'll be okay. But they really had a great, uh, you know, from January 1st on, they were the best team in the NHL, and that's why they won the Stanley Cup. It really was an impressive run. Oh, no doubt. And, of course, the, the coaching change with Craig Berube, that, that sparked everything. And then Bennington came up from the AHL. And, uh, you know, that's what made the story even more remarkable, Scotty. Binghamton started last season as the number two in, the, <laughs> in their AHL affiliate. So uh, just a remarkable run, like you said, for the Blues from January 1st on. Brian Compton with us from NHL.com. Uh, B Compton NHL on Twitter. Do you um, uh, have any surprise at all that now five coaches have been fired and it's not even Christmas yet as the Sharks fire Peter DeBoer tonight? Um and, you know, what a mess in San Jose all of a sudden. Like, can you believe this many guys have been fired before Christmas? Seriously. No, it's it's very surprising. Of course, some of it is the off-ice stuff that has, that has come out about a, a couple of the guys. But, you know, San Jose was, was strictly a hockey decision. And, uh, you know, as great of a run that Peter DeBoer had in San Jose, Scotty, this is their results business, as you know. And uh, they've been just awful uh, five on five. And they haven't gotten goaltending. Uh, we're 33 games in, and their goal differential is already minus 25. So uh, the easiest thing to do is always fire the coach and see if that lights a spark. You know, Bob Boomer didn't have a ton of success down in Florida. Maybe that changes here in San Jose. They made some other changes behind their bench as well. Of getting the Bach off. Uh Sharks legend is now going to be their goalie coach, so maybe that gets them going a little bit. We'll see. Yeah, that's crazy. I didn't know uh, things were getting rough out there. You know, I, I saw the Flames uh, have gotten hot all of a sudden. Uh, in fact, I think they're one of the hottest teams in the league over the last, like, two and a half weeks. Yeah, and I was saying to, to the guys at work last night who have their, their latest one, I said, are, are the Flames this year's Blues? Just, you know, co- you know, the coaching change and off they go. I mean, they certainly have the talent to go on a long run this spring. Um, not crazy about their goaltending, but there's so much talent up front, and I really like their back end uh, with Giordano and, and TJ Brody, Travis Hamanick. Uh The list goes on. They've got some players, so I'm curious to see what they do if they make the playoffs. So I want to tell you a funny story. My buddy, a frat brother of mine, and I've been out of college about 35 years or something, but uh, this guy I know is this huge uh, Blackhawks fan, and his name, we call him Criv. And my boy Criv took his wife, uh, they, live in, uh, they live in Arizona, like in Phoenix or whatever, and he took his wife on a road trip to see the Blackhawks play like the Bruins 
and then the Devils, and then uh, I think it was the Penguins, uh, or something like this. Like, or you know, he went to he went to like three games or something. He went to Pittsburgh for some meetings or something. He, I think the two games he went to were the Devils game and the and the Bruins game. So um, the, he he bought front row seats, literally on the glass, right like right in the corner to both games. Literally, you could watch him on TV both nights. And he's like, make sure you look for me tonight in the corner. I'll be sitting on the glass. Sure enough, I see him sitting there. So the second night, he goes, I'm in I'm at the Rock in Newark, and I go, all right. And he goes, well, uh, tell me where to eat. So I told him where to eat. He went. And, <laughs> And he went there to eat, and then I, so I, my buddy runs the press box at the at the Devils, my boy Rich, and uh, I called up Rich. I said, "Listen, my buddy is going to the game tonight. He's a huge Blackhawk fan. So how about this? At, this is a good story. After the game, he took him down, and what a class act that uh, that Patty Kane and and Jonathan Taves are. Uh, they you know they took the time. I swear to God, after the game to do like photo op with my friend and his wife. And they got these fantastic up close pictures of both of those superstars and both of them smiling and being totally nice when they had absolutely no reason in the world to be nice to these people. And my buddy's like, can you just take a picture of him? He's a huge fan. They're both wearing Blackhawks jerseys and they took the time and they sent me all these photos and they were just fantastic. And I think that goes a long way. And when I'm talking about NHL players, are the best athletes in the world. Uh, I'll one-up you here. I interviewed Jonathan Taze over the phone, geez, 10 years ago when the Islanders drafted his brother. I wanted to talk to Jonathan about his brother, David, right. who was a third-round third pick. Uh, and about 10 seconds into the phone call, he said, uh, hey, Brian, can you, ha- can you hang on for one second? I'm like, yeah, sure. Uh, and then you, I could hear him ordering a beef burrito through a drive-thru somewhere. In <laughs> That's great. So he's like, sorry, man, I'm just getting lunch. Oh, my God, all right, you know, get me one if you can. We just had a laugh. That but, is... yeah, I mean, look, it's across the board. I mean, I it's just from my perspective, I am so blessed to do what I do and deal with the best athletes in the world on a daily basis. It's fantastic. How about the Islanders? Uh, what a story that they have been as good as they've been, and then they're still – looking up the Christmas tree at the Capitals. The Capitals have been phenomenal that they have never relinquished that lead in the Metro. The Metro's crazy. Yeah, I mean, look, the Caps have played four more games, but they, they've just been unbelievable from start to, to right now, Scott. I mean, they won again tonight. John Carlson is, is already probably declared himself the Norris Trophy winner. He's got 45 points, Scotty, and five game-winning goals. He had another game-winning goal tonight. So uh, the Caps are on a roll, man. But, yeah, the Islanders have been, uh, really, really good. I mean, everybody thought there would be some regression here after what they did last year and then losing Robin Leonard to free agency. Uh, but the goaltending has been pretty much what it was last year. And um, Anthony Beauvillier uh, has been a top six forward here. He's really taken a, a, the next step in his career. And um, then they've been really, really good at home. They're 12-2-1 at home, which, you know, that that adds up come playoff time for sure. Yeah, the Penguins and the uh, Stars, believe it or not, after they fired their coach for whatever the hell he was doing, and the Bruins are the only teams and uh, that have 12 wins at home. That uh, division is going to be crazy all the way to the end. I can't believe how my Penguins have held up without Crosby, and they've had a million injuries, Hornquist and everybody else. Uh, B-Comp, uh, lastly, I got 20 seconds. Your boy Carver High's gotten so popular doing the ILC podcast. I guess he doesn't even like doing my show anymore. That's the rumor. Uh, 
He's going to have Benoit Hulk at a live show in a few weeks. How about that? I never liked that guy. <laughs> anyway, be calm. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. I love you. It's great having you on the bench, brother. L love you too, buddy. Thanks for having me. Take All care. the best to your family during the holidays, man. Same to you. Thanks. All right, be calm. Uh, Brian Compton of NHL.com with us. Later, uh, Mike Yam in the 1140 Eastern uh, area. Plus, Anthony Rendon, a seven-year, $245 million deal with the Angels is a done deal. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.